Hello and welcome to the Outside and Active podcast, where we hope to inspire you to make the most of the great outdoors. I'm your host, Matt Coyne, and today I'm excited to introduce our next guest on the podcast, John Beatty from Move Better, Run Better. This time of year could be hard to get out and run, walk, cycle, or whatever your activity of choice is when it's dark, cold, and wet. On this episode with John, we peel back the why on what helps you to stay motivated and get outside and active this winter. Before we begin, John would like to invite you to join the upcoming Move Better, Run Better free five-day challenge, which will reveal how marathon runners can start to reduce the risk of injuries by incorporating strength and conditioning into their training. Injuries are horrible no matter where you are with your running. This challenge will teach you how to incorporate SNC properly and consistently into your training such that you can massively reduce the risk of injuries ruining your running. The challenge starts on the 31st of January and you can see all the info and sign up using this link reduceriskofinjuries.com forward slash running show challenge which we'll also share in the show notes for easy access. For now back to the episode with John. So good morning, uh, John Beatty. How are you this morning? I'm very well, thanks, Matt. Albeit very cold on this early January morning, but uh, I'm all good. Yeah, so so we're recording this on the 6th of January. Um, for me, I think it was about minus one or minus two down on the south coast. But how is it for you? Uh, we're a couple of hundred miles north uh, up in Nottinghamshire. So I think it's a bit cooler at minus three with a feels like a minus six or seven, something crazy. <laughs> So this actually, uh, the reason we're talking about why it's so cold is probably the um, the sort of the subject of this recording or this podcast, really. We're talking about motivation, especially in January. You know, a lot of people have new goals and, and new resolutions that they want to do, especially in this case where they're running. Um, but this morning, I know with being some of the, the guys and girls that I normally run with, we were kind of texting each other at about quarter past six going, do you know what? It's cold. <laughs> how do I get out and go and run? Um, I think a few of us then, you know, we, we always run at 6.30 on a Thursday morning um, and we decided to maybe stay in and have a coffee and go and do it a little bit later. So if people are in a similar boat and they're kind of thinking it's cold or it's wet or it's muddy, like, John, what, what can they do to kind of push themselves to get that motivation to get out the door? Okay. Um, so it's, it's definitely a, a testing time of year, like going into, into January, uh, the, the, we're still very much in the thick of winter um, and the, the nights are still very like long as dark a lot of the time. So it's okay. Give yourself a little bit of forgiveness for, for feeling that way. Um, for the first thing to say, obviously it is easier at different times of year, but I think just going through, there's a few different steps that you can take that will help to, get out at this time of year no matter what the conditions are like um so i think the, the first thing is is just having that why in place the the goal or the intention of what it is that you're actually getting out in the morning for like if that's not in place it's almost just like trying to get in a car and just drive without any particular destination in mind you wouldn't do that and it's the, it's the same with running if you've not got a reason why on earth when that alarm goes at six o'clock in the morning would you want to go out like if you you've got your say for example you've got a a marathon entered um and again peel back the onion go further than that rather than just say right i'm running in manchester marathon or london marathon i want to break four hours peel back and ask yourself why like why is that the target why am i doing that race why is that so important to me that you're peeling back go deep like four or five layers deeper than you would just probably on the surface level 
to truly get to the heart of the understanding of why it is that you're doing that. And I think for so many people that don't do that, that's why New Year's resolutions often fail because there's no, it's just all about the action taking and getting out and doing rather than actually any reason behind it. So if you are struggling, that would be a really good place to start, I think. Would you know, I've I've definitely been there myself. And, you know, it's like if it's chasing a PB time or something like that, that I wanted to do, I think so often I kind of look at that time and the time is the why. But then when you're whatever struggling or you've had a rough week with work or children or whatever the, the reason might be, I've kind of probably never actually peeled that back further than, well, you need to get up because you need to go and hit this time. I mean, I have reasons of other friends I've lost in the past, and that's why maybe I did my first marathon or, or stuff like that. So that's definitely a motivator. But if you kind of go beyond that to, in, in this case, that time, like how how do I kind of, how do I peel that back? How do I kind of go, well, I want to hit, you know, X time in my 10K or something? I think just just keep, like when you say something like, why is that, why do I want to do that? Or um, And just going back, probably a good place to start, be like, why were you, running in the first place like what what did it bring to you when you started I mean that might still be consistent like for a lot of people that come into our world that I work with there are all sorts of reasons in place like some of them they were like when when you were doing sport at school and the the days I don't know if this still happens but where you get picked to be on it on this team or that team they were the last ones to be picked and they still have mental scars from that moment or they have uh potentially a sibling that was the dominant one that when they did sport growing up and that was me that that my brother had all the limelight all the glory and I wanted something to create my own identity with that that I could be good at and for me that was where running came in and it it continued to involve um so I think doing that and sometimes a good way to do it would be to go somewhere quiet like go to a coffee shop or go and sit down on your own with a, a pen and paper no phones no laptops no distractions and just get a pen and just just write down all your thoughts and doing I do that loads and you'll be amazed what actually comes down onto the paper when you're just free flowing without distractions and there'll be there'll be stuff that will come up that you would never have thought of or or not thought of in years that might be at the heart of why or where you are or why you're struggling or why you can't get out yeah do you know I did a thing with work years ago and they kind of had that whole I can't remember the the name of the the program but you had the whole circle of you know those things that sort of take up each percentage of a day of your life sort of thing um and it actually that that helped me massively to sort of see why I was almost putting the pressure on to go out and run or swim or or bike or whatever it was I was doing so it's kind of I found that as well like like you're saying the note taking I've been making notes here which hopefully can't hear the scribbles as we're recording (laughs) Um, I've just kind of been making some extra notes there as to kind of yeah you know why we're doing it but okay so you know I think I think some really good ideas and examples for people to to sort of break it down a little bit more but you know once they've got their why like what's another sort of tip that they can make sure they kind of get the right time so that they can go and do you know whatever the training is I mean and training could be just going for a run training could be a, a followed program but what's what's the kind of tips to make sure they almost hit that every every week okay um so talking time so that that's a really interesting concept like people talk about time management and I don't time management doesn't exist because time there's 24 hours in a day where no matter whether you're Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos running Amazon or Tesla 
or you're a full-time mum working nine to five like it, time just ticks on and it's it's not about that it's about how you manage yourself and I, th- I think that's where so many people if, if they're not planning what they're doing with their days or having a, a default diary like of course things come up like y- your kid might get sick or something comes up at work and things change but actually planning and one of the the great ways to do that and again this is something that we get people in our world to do um is to identify like what are the the rocks pebbles and sand in their life so if you have a, a jar and you're trying to fill it with the rocks pebbles and sand the idea is it's that you put the rocks into it first and so the rocks for you in your life could be like the absolute most important things so it, it will be obviously your, your family your loved ones um and it could be getting out for that hour in the day going running that's in place first and then the, the second thing that then it's the less important stuff but still important so things like making sure you, you're getting to work and your um, your business or your career things like that but then after that's the sand which is scrolling through your phone watching netflix uh chatting aimlessly like all the just kind of trivial things admin tasks and that where that comes unstuck is if you fill that first with all the sand and the scrolling through facebook and netflix and things once that's done you don't actually have any time to go running because you haven't planned it properly I think that's where so many people get unstuck. So play to your strengths there. If if you like again, like the, you get people preaching about I'll oh, get up at 5 a.m., get up at 6 a.m. If you're a morning person, great. If you're not, you prefer like you're a night owl, that getting out nine o'clock at night's your time. Play to that strength. There's, there's I don't think there's a right or wrong with that. Um, but as long as you're making sure that you you know your like your energy levels, your timings, when's going to work for you get that in the diary and then if something comes up you're like no that's my time I'm I'm going running now yeah that's a good shout I think it's that you know we're all different right and that's what makes us so wonderful and amazing so it's finding that right time for you is 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 great you get all these these influencers bang on about oh I'm up at 5am look at me making you feel I'm lazy I only got up at 6am it's got nothing to do with them it's yeah you do what's right for you and, you know, we, we fell into that trap over the holidays that we were scrolling Instagram, as you do. Um, and we were looking at a lot of people that, you know, they're, a, a, I don't mean to demean anyone that does this, but their job is to, you know, take beautiful pictures as they travel <laughs> around the world. And we were kind of like, how do we do that? And then we looked at, you know, we dove into it a little bit more and we realized that they were half our age with no kids. Yeah. And we're kind of like, not saying you can't do it with kids, because of course you can. But for us, it was very much, well, there was different commitments we had in place, you know, for those kids. So we needed to make our aspirations for travel and what we want to do based around that. So I couldn't agree with you more. Um, but also yesterday I was talking to someone who was asking about actually, you know, his his wife really wants to get running and they want to go running together and, and all this kind of stuff. And she actually said to him, you know, I have no time. I can't do it. Like, when can I fit it in? And they, over Christmas, installed a sort of tracking app of how you use your phone and discovered that on a daily basis, there was about an hour and a half of Candy Crush time. Um, So it was kind of straight away. It was just that they have a young kid as well, but it was that kind of, you know, they sat down on the sofa and it was just, okay, well, there's an hour and a half. Just take half an hour from that Candy Crush playing and you've got time to go and do it. So actually it was was really interesting. I'll find out what the app was called, Um, but it was really interesting because they could see exactly how that kind of broke down. Yeah, I've used those apps before. I've had to do it as, as part of a task of a group I was in for two weeks. I had to track everything. And it's amazing the time that you, when you think you're too, too busy to do anything and you tally it up, 
Yeah. Oh, wow. I was, yeah, I was playing Candy Crush or I was just yeah. <laughs> scrolling through something. That That's way more than you think it would be. Yeah, of course. Okay, so we've kind of got a little bit of, you know, finding out the why, what's the real reason that you go. We've found out a little bit more or understanding about time or rather than that, that time doesn't exist. It's making the most of what you've got. Um, but what about, you know, people, I remember when I got into the whole world of triathlon and running and stuff like that, I was overwhelmed, let's say, with things like training plans. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, what's the right one? Like, how do I measure myself? Because I didn't know anything about what pacing was or what this metric meant versus that metric. So where can someone that's kind of just maybe getting back into it or new to sort of training and running What's a good sort of recommendation for them if they're looking at training plans or how to progress or, you know, even from your couch to 5K, for example, where's a good place yeah. to start? That, that's a, it's a great question. And it, it depends on a, a few things of um, like where, you're, where your starting point is. Like if you are literally just getting into running for the first time, then something like a, a couch to, to 5K group could be absolutely perfect for you. Um, where you, where you go up and meet them and there's, there's someone leading it, that could be brilliant. Um, or if you're a little bit further on from that, that you could be, for example, a, a local running club could work well. And again, that's massively hit and miss. I've found depending on, on locations, timings, uh, the actual what's going on at a particular club, like some of them are absolutely fantastic. Some of them not so much, depending on, on what you're looking for. Um, or the next step beyond that is to actually have someone helping you in terms of a coach. Again, so if you're more serious about your running, that you're looking to uh, to push on and you've potentially got target races, marathons, and you're wanting that structure, support, accountability, guidance from someone, again, that's something that's out there. And, and, and with that, again, there are a, a million different places to go, people to, to look for. But what I would say, if you're going down that road, is that definitely there's two two main things to look for is that number one is that they've either done what it is that you're trying to do that's one option or if they haven't done that that's fine but they've helped other people to do what it is that you're trying to do so there actually is some some credibility there and you can usually find that by who have they worked with before like do they have um other people that you can look up to who are in a similar position that have done what you're trying to do um so that that's an option and i think it will all depend on where running fits into your life like i'm i'm not saying that that will be for everyone it will be for a lot of people especially those who are serious but answer that first and then that i think will give you an idea as, as to where you might want to head yeah it's it's really interesting um you know coaching and accountability i think and that's that's probably what works quite well with with your certainly most recent experience with what you're doing and move better run better yeah but it's kind of you, you mentioned about how to pick that right coach for you. And it's like, you know, every PT and their uncle is pushing courses and, and such like right now. Um, and you mentioned about, you know, look who else they've trained with or who they promoted. And quite often, you know, hopefully they would have shared case studies or something like that. But yeah. how do you how do you really understand, you know, is that person right for me? Because you might go to a taster session or something like that, but that that will obviously be a it's all on show but what does the next six weeks look like for example like how do they how do they really understand is that coach the right person to help me um there's a few ways to do that I mean ultimately at some point if you're going to try with someone no matter who that might be you're going to have to dive in feet first at some point and worst case scenario if it doesn't work then like that's life sometimes things sometimes things work out sometimes they don't and if it doesn't then I guess you can try something else 
but doing what you can to um, to make sure it does. Um, if you can speak to the person before or get a flavor for um, like potentially speak to people that they've worked with. If you've got the best thing is a direct re referral, like someone like yeah. if you've got a personal friend, someone that you trust their opinion uh, and they've already worked with with said coach and you trust that this person uh, is opinions worth listening to, then that's I think that would be a really good place to start. Um I've often gone to coaches based on um, from what I've heard from from people I, I know, like and trust. Um, and again, you, sh you should be able to get a, a flavor for the type of style that they have, especially if they're if they're active on social media or they're putting themselves out there. You can get a feel for is that type of person um, for me. And, and I would actually be wary of that. There are coaches out there that say that I can work with everybody that. And I would stay well clear of that because there's a saying, if, if you're everybody's cup of tea, then you'll be a mug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good analogy. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I don't think that's the case. I, I think that certain coaches will resonate with certain personality styles or certain learning styles, whereas some won't. And that's fine. It's, it's not like you see that sometimes with with personal trainers. You go to the gym and you'll see a, a PT in there and they'll, they'll have their hoodie on and they'll have a list of 20 different things that they help people with there'll be sports performance strength and conditioning injury rehab elderly pregnancy uh, people like it's like which one of those <laughs> like if you knew everything about that you would it would be impossible to be experts in all of those things um so again it, i think finding something that someone that really works with what that you're trying to uh, trying to achieve so if someone came to me and said that i want to be a an 800 meter runner I would say I definitely can't help you with that because yeah, I've dabbled with 800 meters over when I was a kid, but it's not something I know anything about. It's not something I'm an expert in. Um, and I definitely would not be the best fit for someone in that, in that area. Whereas if someone said, right, I'm looking to break three hours for the marathon or four hours for the marathon and be like, right, come on and let's get started. Yeah, um, yeah. That's your cup of tea, not your mug. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, great advice. And I think maybe the other the other side to help people become accountable is having that power that they can go with, right? So if it's turning up for either that coach course or following mm. the program themselves, it's kind of having someone that they know when they sit down on the sofa, the other person's lacing up their shoes, sort of saying, come on, mate, like, let's go, right? Yeah, that, that massively helps. Like, accountability, I know you, of course, have to have some degree of, of self-discipline to, to get up and crack on, but having someone to be accountable for like whether it is someone that you're actually directly going to meet or whether it is a, a coach or something like for example my my running coach right now he's in America so I'm not going to meet him or see him very often uh, but I still have to actually check in with him and say yeah I've got my run done today and I would feel bad like I was wasting his time if I said oh I didn't go today I wasn't feeling it yeah um, no, that, that makes sense. And okay, so maybe following up from that as well, um, we kind of mentioned again about that Instagram lifestyle that sort of everyone's like every single day, apparently they're training 24-7, it would appear in, in yeah. some channels, that's for sure. Um, but I, th I think it's it's that importance of if things don't go right, and you mentioned this a little bit when we talked about time, but whatever, there might be a late work meeting or a kid's awake all night, or in my case, I think, I think you saw from my half marathon just before Christmas, I had my little girl out in the buggy, yeah. And I mean, amazing, the kind of first 10K sat there, super happy chatting away, but actually she went to run a lot with us. 
Um, so we kind of dropped out. We didn't have an expectation of time. I have to, um, I have to admit, but we kind of, you know, every couple of kilometers, she'd jump out and, and run a little bit. And it was just kind of like, it was fun. I mean, it was amazing to run with my little girl. Like, it's one of my most favorite things, Brilliant. but it's, I think it's to not beat yourself up if plans change or if something does get in the way, because I think you can, I'm not experienced at this, but I think you can demotivate yourself quite quickly from following up on the next day's session, just because, you know, you, you can kind of fall into that trap. Is is there a way that kind of, you know, people can help beat that, you know, as in don't beat yourself up? <laughs> I think you've answered the question there, Matt. Um, yeah, 100%. That, that's what you, you set yourself up to fail. That if you are so rigid that the, the plan is the plan, um, and that you're not willing to be flexible or, or to change to one. That, and that's why actually a lot of people fall off the, the bandwagon with uh, with um, generic marathon training plans, that you, you download a plan from a magazine or something or uh, internet, but that plan doesn't take account the fact that, you're, um, that your car is going to break down or that you have to stay extra time for work or that your child was sick or that um, you had to self-isolate or anything, yeah. anything's going on. Um, and it, it's so easy to... To beat yourself up um, but it's so even, even now like I, I'll have days even after all of these years that I've been running where I just don't fancy it and I, I don't beat myself up for it I, if I don't go on I know that it's it's probably for a reason it's probably because I need the day off and and tomorrow I can get, get straight back to it and as long as you're honest with yourself and you know that if something's genuine and you, you genuinely do need that rest day or something has come up that's unforeseen versus you just being lazy and just sacking it off you you're the only one that really knows the difference between that yeah that makes a lot of sense okay so the the final bit i wanted to talk about and this is relevant to one of your challenges coming up um but is injury um you know especially when you're getting into it a lot of people for the first time you know there'll be a lot of niggles throughout their body that they didn't know exist so obviously the first first protocol is you know find someone professional that can help you look at what that injury might be um, but you've got a challenge coming up um, for how to reduce the risk of injury, right? Yes. So yes. maybe tell us a little bit about that. Okay, cool. No problem. So we've got the five-day start to reduce the risk of injuries challenge uh, coming up starting on Monday, the 31st of January. Um, so at time of recording in, in a couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, the, the aim of that, it really is, is, is what it says on the tin, is, is to take runners through a, a series of, five days so there'll be a little task each day that's going to help give you so much more in terms of learning understanding uh where injuries are coming from why you might be getting injured uh some of the things that you will need to work on to reduce the chances is of them happening because let's be honest we, we can't ever eliminate the risk i think anyone that ever says that you can would be uh, <laughs> that wouldn't be authentic but you, there's a lot of things that you can do to reduce the risk and a lot of that comes down to things that you wouldn't even think of. Again, it's it's creating time. Like how how often we hear people say, "I haven't got time to do the 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 non-running training," uh, or "I can't fit it in," or "I haven't got any equipment." There's so many things that come up, or they just they don't know why they're doing it. Again, coming back to what we talked about at the start, the the why in place of the motivation. Again, are you really going to be motivated to do a strength and conditioning session if if there's no reasoning behind it? So there's going to be a, a a deep dive it's not just one of your kind of new year's resolution type challenges where it's run a mile a day for a month or something like that we are digging deep on this uh, there's going to be a lot of wins a lot of harm aha moments breakthroughs 
Um, so if injuries is something you, you have struggled with in the past or you're concerned about, um, then this challenge should be a great place to get started with. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to taking part in it. Um I'm absolutely hands up guilty and one of my one of my really good run friends who is a PT tells me off regularly okay. um about the lack of extra strength training and those bits that we forfeit to go I just want to go and run. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the difference it makes is is huge and and so I think yeah, I think it's really exciting. So where can people find out a little bit more about that, John? Okay. Yep. Yeah, so we will have a there'll be a, a link pinned at the top of the Move Better Run Better Facebook page. Uh, will be the best place to uh, get signed up for that. Okay. And hopefully we can have a link in the show notes on this one as well. Yeah, absolutely. We'll make sure people people are aware. I think it's, it's so important. Like we said, especially if you're starting out on a new journey or even actually when you're more experienced and you think, you know, I've run a dozen marathons, I'm fine. It's, you know, you could use it just as well as someone starting out fresh, right? Oh, it's, it's uh, yeah, horrendous for marathons. I mean, my my first marathon I went into was New York Marathon and I went in there as an elite. I was in the professional field. They paid for me to be there, pay my flights, hotel, everything like that, thinking I'm all big time, um, going in as a, a 28 minute 10K runner. But because I didn't do any strength work at all in my build up, I thought I was one of those that just thought, well, I'm not injured. I don't need to worry about this. Um, I'll get strong just by doing miles. Um I went through halfway at New York was fine, but then second half just completely fell apart physically that I probably shrank a foot high-wise that my hips were so low. The piano jumped on my back, the elephant jumped on my back. And it, it wasn't a hit the wall thing because the energy levels were okay, but it was just physically my legs, they just weren't, I just didn't have a body that was able mm. to handle the marathon. And when I, I crossed the finish line and collapsed, and I'll never forget this moment. I, I couldn't physically get up. Wow. I, I tried to, to get up and I wouldn't move. Um, so they put me in a wheelchair and wheelchaired me back to the hotel. And it, this is someone that is in the elite professional field of the New York Marathon. And that was a, I'd say that was a humiliating, <laughs> humbling experience. But it was a massive wake up call, an epiphany moment to say, Christ, I, I, I need to take this stuff seriously. So it was after that, then I truly start to believe that you have to have this in place especially if you're running marathons where it's 26 miles on concrete is a massive physical test as well as a heart and lungs test um and it was after that i got that in place and that was one of the big differences is why what happened in new york being wheelchair away to go around 216 the following year in in, in london yeah. it was a, that was a huge contributing factor to turning it around yeah, I was going to say, I mean, like you said, not just physical, but the mental battle to to turn that round would, would have been huge. And I think people would have experienced their own collapse at the finish line, let's say. Um, might not might not have been a physical collapse, but it could be a mental one for sure, right? Yeah, and, and that can come down to, to a variety of things. Obviously, the, the training is a huge part, but for, for so many people, it's just physically their bodies are not in a place where 26 miles on concrete is something that they can handle. Um, yeah. never mind all the training and build up that goes into it to even get ready for the day itself so yeah, that's that's why like what we do with the challenge is this um that we feel so important to help people with is so yeah. that they're understanding and can do stuff with that long before they get to these start lines of these races that then they're, they're knowing what they need to be doing yeah of course well john we're we're kind of nearing end of time but you mentioned something just just then about your 28k uh, sorry 28 20, minute 10k I was about yeah. to go with a, a 10 minute 28k um, <laughs> but you've been doing that for a little while haven't you I've been I've kind of noticed it on some of your Instagram posts I think yeah my, my sub 30 streak yeah it's, it's something I'm I'm proud of that so I um 
when I first ever ran a 10k as a 16 year old I my target was to break 40 and I, I did that I ran 39 flat uh, but I looked at the results and I saw it was only the winner of this race it was a local race 1500 people there it was only the winner broke 30 and I just remember thinking as a seed planted in my mind like I want to do that and so I, I kind of set my mind to it um started on a treadmill running at 20k an hour three minute k's almost flew off the back of the thing yeah. to start with yeah. but over time um managed to turn minutes into two minutes into five minutes and a few years later was able to get there so i i first broke 30 uh in 2008 for 10k having ran 3002 3006 3009 3010 the previous year i thought i was never going to do it wow. um so 2008 was the first year i did it and then i've done it every year since other than 2020 where i spent the first half of the year retired and then the other half of the year there were no races on yeah. <laughs> because they were all cancelled uh, but managed to get back and did it in 2021. Um, so 13 years sub 30 uh, for, for 10K. No, which I, know, I know it's not world class, but it's something I am. Yeah. I, it's something I'm proud of. It's 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 solid running. And um, yeah, I'm going to be looking to get it ticked off for 2022. That's, quickly no, that's, fan- that's fantastic. Do you mind me asking how old you are? Do you mind sharing with everyone? Yeah, I'm 35 um 36 in a in a couple of weeks um so oh phenomenal been pretty much my entire adult life I've been yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing I mean I, I have a weirdly similar challenge on each birthday um I'm trying to swim cycle and run for that duration um okay for, of of however old I am and just trying to sort of see that's actually, gonna get harder as you get older yeah I think so <laughs> um especially you know if I touch 80 I mean wow but <laughs> um it's kind of yeah in a, in a weirdly similar goal it's kind of a can I keep it going that long and, and hopefully right now I can um but it's also interesting to sort of see you know what the distance is like on each one as I as I have trained way better in the last five years than I did before for sure um, so yeah it's it's kind of your own micro goals isn't it it is well, John, um, thank you very much, mate. Where can, so we talked about Move Better, Run Better Facebook page, but where else can people find you? Either, you know, Instagram and website and things like that. Yeah, um, so movebetterrunbetter.com is our website. I will say that does need some work on it. It's not, it's not the greatest place to find us, but the, the Facebook page, we are active. We're also on Instagram, Move Better, Run Better. And I'm on there personally as well. Um, JRWBT, I think it is. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you, John. Well, we'll make sure we put all those links and things like that in the notes so people can find out a bit more about the challenge um, and also uh, follow you guys, you and Lily, on some of your journeys as well. So, John, thank you so much. Fantastic. Thanks, Matt. I know I've taken some great advice from John about how to keep going this winter, and I hope you did too. If you missed the link at the start of the show, we've copied it in the show notes for you below, but you can also access the Move Better, Run Better free five-day challenge, which starts on the 31st of January at reducerisofinjuries.com forward slash running show challenge. If you've been enjoying listening to the Outside and Active podcast, please do give us five stars and leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify and tell us why you enjoy the series so much. Until the next time, enjoy the outside.